Good morning, Jay. Good morning. Oh, man. I've been waiting for this, to run this podcast for quite some time. Here we are. Uh, I'd like to start off by by giving uh, props and credit to where credit's due, uh, like Imperial did in the text chat this morning. Congratulations to all the division winners. Congratulations to all those who made the playoffs. Uh, I I got to start off by saying, you know, as far as on my behalf goes, it's the first time um, since I've entered the league that I've won my division, and I'm so ecstatic to be able to say that. Obviously, my goals go farther than winning my division, but... I just t- kind of took a step back yesterday, even though Redbird handed my ass to me 10-3, <laughs> which seemed to be a theme this year. But, hey, I played in one of the two hardest divisions. So I outlasted last of them. I got the two seed, and I won my division. I'm, I'm thrilled for the opportunity to play uh, the hottest team in the league this week and funked up. Uh, Jay, you won your division. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, yeah, it was a. It's a. It's an accomplishment. That's definitely an accomplishment. Any way you cut it, and uh, yeah, you know, having to play uh, all those teams in the last few weeks and um, playing Isotopes this last week, who was the only one really that had a chance to to take over the division, and um, he got a he got closer to that. Uh, he he would he would have had to beat me sixteen to nothing to to knock me out of the playoffs. So it was not a hundred percent guaranteed, and he got a lot closer to that. He got too close to that uh, for my comfort. If Anyways, my memory is serving correct, um, weren't you down fifteen to one at one point in time? Yeah, last I mean week. he he basically totally out hit me. Now I came almost all the way back. My team didn't hit well early in the week, and I had a good weekend and like brought it to like. We we like had the same batting average um, at the end of the week, and he he won the tiebreaker on that one. But um, and I just <laughs> I put I put myself in in uh, isotope shoes. God bless him. It seems like every year one of us is knocking each other out of the playoffs, and it's happened. He's been on the receiving end of that several times. And um, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. We, we talked about rivalry week before. Um, I don't. It's a little bittersweet each time. It, it's we we talk about what a true rivalry is, and I, you know, I I don't know if what him and I have is. I mean, obviously, like we're all competitors. We all want to win. I want to win every single time, and there's just no let up there. Um, and uh, it's a little, it's a little bittersweet in that way, but um, you know, I'm turning the page this morning, and uh, I'm I'm looking at the playoffs. I, uh, anyways, I was about no, to change no, the that's subject. All right. but. That's okay. So uh, I wanted to give you a little time to talk about a couple things here. Um, I wanted to take a few minute, few moments here in a minute to talk about. Uh, a matchup to his ditches, but before I go there, I want to ask you because I kind of already summarized how I'm feeling right now going into after winning my vision and going into my matchup with Funked Up. But I want to know something like you have the task, okay? So 
let's get this out of the way. You won your division. You're ecstatic. That's good. That's what we start the year out. Goal. Everybody's goal should be get in the playoffs, win your division. Get in the playoffs, hopefully, by route of winning your division. Right. But either way, you did it. You accomplished both. However, <laughs> you now have the task in the first round yep. of playing Eagle Ridge. Yeah, that's now, right. Depending on who you are, I think some of us would have certain mindsets. But I want to know, Jay, are you feeling more, and I'm going to make this black or white, are you feeling more excited or queasy this morning? I'm 100% feeling more nervous than I am excited. Um, And why wouldn't I? I mean, just the, the matchup. Um, but also, I mean, I knew it was going to be probably like you or Luke or Jake that I was going to be playing against. It was pretty much, it, it seemed to be pretty much going between Luke and Jake. There was a lot of jockeying for position that both the top and the bottom, um, of our top eight. Um, but, uh, feeling mostly nervous. I think that's the appropriate, uh, feeling here. I, I think that any, you know, um, to be to be honest with you, I didn't really. I I don't I didn't I don't want to say I didn't feel excited at all, but this is a like obviously it's like that's like you said that's the whole goal to make the playoffs, and obviously I'm I'm super happy about that somewhere inside of me, but I just pretty much immediately turned the page and because um, I and I knew like last night and like the last couple of nights that I'm like. Okay, I'm not. I haven't prepared for any one team individually, really, because you really didn't know for sure uh, who you were going to be playing. But that's pretty much what your focus becomes at this point. Um, so you know, sat down and, and looked at uh, looked at the week to come and, and looked at Eagle Rich, um, his offense and his uh, probable starts for this week, and uh, <laughs> there's not a lot to be excited about there for me. To All be right. really honest. <laughs> well, a little, little uh, foreshadowing here. We are obviously going to preview the matchups in detail a little bit later on in the show. I just wanted to get your hot take on that, Jay. I appreciate you sharing that on yeah. there. Um, I'm going to take a minute and talk about... I, I owe him this. Uh, stitches. I, I owe you a couple of minutes. So... My three matchups with you this year. You beat me all three times. Good job. Maybe Luke and Jake can look up. I don't know that there's ever been a division winner that's been beaten, then swept by other teams in the, his division that he won. But that was to get to be honest with you guys. I I lost two out of three to Redbirds, and so technically my overall record in my division was four to five. Wow. Uh, statistically, the category I was more like five hundred because I the ones I won I won pretty good, but all of my losses were pretty close too. Um, but I I do want to say congratulations, Stitches. You played some of the <laughs> best. Those were some of the best chess matches I've had, and I feel more prepared and equipped. To take on funked up and hopefully hopefully prevail. Uh, 
than I would have had I not lost to you three times. I think if I would have beat you once or twice, I'm not sure I would be feeling the same way. So, I don't want to go on forever about this, but our matchup a couple weeks ago was epic. And this is why we play the game. I found myself down 15-1 to 1 going into Tuesday morning. You had one of the most amazing Monday nights I've seen. Um, and then... Like, I threw the kitchen sink at you for six days after that. And I saw it unfolding before my eyes. Going to the weekend, I had all of my pitching lined up. I overtook you for the lead late Saturday night. Um, it was heading that way Friday into Saturday. And uh, I felt not overjoyed or relieved, but I felt like a student who just had a major learning experience. I knew that I may still lose the matchup to you, but overall, overcoming a deficit like that and turning the tables against a team that I knew was in the playoffs, a formidable opponent. Lucas Texton. Was a big deal. So I want to say props to you for helping me feel more prepared to stand my ground in the playoffs and prop to you for handing my ass to me three times this year. Jay, what was that text about? Um, Luke just said he wants to see who makes the first move of the day every I, day this week. I was going to say it's already happened. Oh, there's lots of, uh, there's lots of, uh, players on waivers right now. And, uh, I guess, guess I can say since I'm on the top of the fucking waiver wire of everyone that's in the playoffs that I can tell you what I'm going to do right now. Do you want to text Luke? Going into tomorrow. Do you want to see if he wants to? Yeah, he's texting oh you right God, now. you're right. You he's awake. He wants to come on? Well, let me just say after you, after your comments just there that, and I, like I, was saying earlier, like, and I don't, I don't want to be like a Debbie Downer, anyone that is like feeling this like lack of excitement from me, because um, there's there's plenty of excitement. I mean, obviously it's all about the the matchups, right? Every week, but that this season has been so freaking harrowing, dude. I went back and looked at my all my matchups from this year, and this just goes to the parity and the competition in the league right now, you know. But I, it's been a freaking battle. Every single freaking week for this whole season. And and honestly, if you look at and, – and we talked about this before how, you know, really it's just been the last couple of months that I've been able to produce the, the winning record that, that got me the division and got finally got me out in front of the division. It has been a freaking battle. And I've won I've, – I've, I've lost big a bunch of times this week – or week, this season. A bunch of times. You know what I mean? It was just I went back and looked and I'm like, I don't I don't know how I got a winning record out of this. It's just been it's been a hell of a season, dude. There's just been like no there's been no reprieve. There's been no and not that there ever usually is any, you know, like easy matchups, but just just the reprieve of like you know, having your roster too be like kind of solidified. And at this point, you know, I'm pretty entrenched in my positions. I mean, but you know, I don't know, man, might have to be some, just like Luke said about moves, might have to be some big moves made this year. 
at least I might have to let go of somebody that I've been holding on to, like, you know, a Wilmer Flores or something that has been meaningful, has made meaningful impacts, but, you know, nobody wanted to trade for him at the deadline or anything, but there's going to be a lot of names flying around, like Luke said. I think there's going to be some really interesting moves. Well, like he said last night, the eight teams that didn't make it are officially locked out of yeah, making transactions. until the last Saturday, is that, yeah. or is it Sunday? So, so uh, I believe I need to identify uh, some props, too, to those who didn't make the playoffs. You know, we probably should. I We probably should open the show saying this. Um, so... To to pale skins and isotopes and backcountry and uh, you know some some uh, some others for that matter who made the parody of the league this year what it was I I don't think that any well we can go back to us we will I just came up with a thought in my head about circling back to see how we we predicted the pretender versus contender and who would make the playoffs in the beginning. But I want to say congratulations to them, even though they didn't make the playoffs. Uh, they they definitely experienced the ebbs and the flows of the league with everybody else this year. And I feel like without them, the people in the playoff field wouldn't be where they were. Do you have a response? <laughs> we are currently texting Luke on air to see he's, if he wants to join. It sounds like he's having a little bit of an emergency right now. Um, so I don't know if he's going to be able to make it on this morning, but let me just (laughs) text him back real quick. I don't know what constitutes emergency, but I do know they've had some bad weather down there. Uh, anyway, so while, while we're looking into these, uh, (laughs) sorry, man, scenarios here, I want to go over, uh, to start off our playoff preview here. So, so our mashups. We have the one seed, Imperial. Congratulations for uh, beating your brother out for your division and owning the one seed. God, that was a hell of a matchup, dude. I, I well, mean, that know, was like as, as big as it comes. And like like I said, I don't, I mean, did I say, I mean, there's so much jockeying going on at the top and the bottom of this um, top eight. That was just crazy. It was crazy for me. Honestly, like that was the thing that I was watching the most last week. Because and it, it finally started to um, go convincingly one way um, towards the end of the week, but at the beginning, it's like, oh my god, yeah, who is it gonna be, dude? Yeah. Who's it gonna be? Yeah, I know. Is it gonna be Imperial? Is it gonna be Eagle Ridge? It was pretty much between those two that I was gonna play, or is it gonna be Cutters? Like, well, it was just crazy. I don't yeah, remember I was, if that was possible, but I was watching that with the backwards eye. But I mostly, like I said earlier, I just wanted to win my division, so I told myself. Early in the week, I was like, if I don't get the one seed, but I still win my division, so be it. That's absolutely, fine. yeah. And, and it, I know for me, it was like there really wasn't, there was no way, there was no getting out of it. Like it was all up to those two, basically. And I, I also knew too, being up there jacking, proceeding with them. I was like, look, I could potentially fall to the three seed and then have to play you. I did not want to do that. Um, 
So fortunately, I was able to avoid that. However, I, I'm not excited. I mean, I'm excited now for the opportunity to play Funked Up. But I mean, Funked Up's the hottest team in the league right now. If I would have gotten the ones here, I would have been faced with playing Bird Law. Someone who's been in the top like three or four the majority of the last five years. So I mean, either way, it's like pick your poison. There's no sexy matchup in the playoffs this year. No. I mean... So, let's talk about this Imperial Bird Law matchup. Um, Imperial, uh, their head to head record, Imperial beat Bird Law early in the year, 9 6. So, um, I don't know. Do you know what the tiebreaker advantage is in the playoffs? I'm sorry. Is it head, the tiebreaker advantage in the playoffs? Is it head to head? Or is it a regular season record? Well, I can yeah, I don't know. But maybe, I, I maybe you should check our. Source on that. If it, if it, I believe it should be. I believe it is head to head record against I, each other. I think other. it's been for a while. I think Which in this league, uh, how it should be. But so Imperial likely playoff tiebreaker. Oh yeah, it's best regular season okay. record versus opponent. So, so Imperial has the tiebreaker in this matchup. So, um, Bird Law. When I look at this one, I yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. And, I think uh, if Bird Laws to win, let's see how he's looking. Sorry, I'm taking a live look at his team on air here. Yeah, the hot hand is uh, Adam Duvall, who's hit 10 home runs in the last 30 days, 8 in the last 2 weeks. Um, so he's been able to infuse you know, some, some uh, hot hitting into his lineup. I mean... You know, I don't, he he's not blazing hot right now, but everybody is hitting for a decent average. So I think that you know, I don't know that there's anybody besides Trevor Story who you know is obviously later to the game than than all of his other hitters, um, who maybe needs to um, ascend, you know, arrive uh, for him to just be making an impact from top to bottom, but. Um, looking at his pitching, yeah, you know, I'm not sure he doesn't have anyone lined up to start today. So here's the thing: yeah, it's like me and Luke. This, you this know, nobody's like, starting to like, like Wednesday one either. So like, well, that's because all the pitchers are starting for me. I'm like every day, <laughs> right? Anyways, uh, when you're in a one-off, there is basically like. Okay, so he's got three guys going tomorrow. Yeah, Woodruff, Kershaw. You almost can't look at at the rosters assembled head-to-head. It's basically, what are the matchups this week? That's why we always talk about those of us who played fantasy baseball long enough to know it doesn't matter the team you assemble. It's all about you grinding it out like it's been said throughout the year and getting getting favorable matchups. Uh, during the playoffs, and then luck from the fantasy baseball gods. So this really could go either way. He's got three good matchups though tomorrow. He's got Brandon Woodruff going against the Pirates, Kershaw going against the Marlins, and Bryce Miller in Cincinnati. That could be dangerous, but I could also see that going really well. Like 
Yeah. I could see him putting up a double-digit strikeout that's, game against. That's those. how I feel about pitchers going against Cincinnati this week. Is you know you got you're looking at you gotta you gotta get some decent matchups somewhere, and it's decent. It's not you know it's not the Dodgers, and it's not you know you just gotta at this point you you gotta take something middle of the road like that if you're looking to add a start or something like that. You know, Cincinnati but, is obviously they're in a playoff hunt. But, um, you know, they're young and, and hopefully, you know, maybe pitchers could take advantage of that or something. Just be competitive. Yeah. Catch so them on a bad day. You got know? the three there. I'm looking at Jake's, too. Uh, Imperial. Ooh, Imperial started with a couple of nice matchups. Uh, he's got Barrios in Oakland. And Savali at home against Boston. I'm uh, looking... The starters, uh, you know, I really think those matchups are going to go either way. I I can't, it's too close to call at this point. Like, I can't call anything, like, prediction-wise. Are you going one way or the other? Well, I mean, you know, looking at that, I mean, Jake is, it's, it's favorable he's that he's got Kansas two guys City. going on Monday, two guys going on Tuesday, and then they're going to... All gonna pitch again over the weekend. It appears He's if got the projections are. What's that? He's got one guy on Tuesday. Oh, did I? I just saw he had two on Sunday. Um, you know this coming Sunday. So I just assume. Let's see. Uh, Is there not? Got two on Monday, one on Tuesday. Okay, but lost one. three on Wednesday. I it's three on Tuesday against the Royals. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's... You, I really think this is going to go either way. Um, uh, gosh, so we will make predictions later on. Right now, we're getting our first glimpse at the matchups. So, anything about this matchup? Weeks, Jake is doing... Jake is jaking right now, and his team has had a lot of homers in the last two weeks. And that's obviously bodes well. I mean, it's like if you can Jake, uh, continue that... But Jake got his ass handed to him last week. They funked up. It was like 13 to 1. So, I mean, anything can happen, right? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. So, like, I. I'm I'm just I'm leaning towards him right now after looking well, at yeah, everything. Well, yeah, he's that's, the one seed. We uh, should, we right, should. But right, you know, sure. we're also we're also in the media for this league, so we gotta look for an upset special. That's true. You know, that's or true. we we gotta look for you gotta we gotta you know, say something sensational. Yeah. So obviously, um, all right, moving on. So we got my matchup with Funked Up. Like, look, like I think for people speculating, like I might be the sitting duck. They get knocked off in the first round. I personally don't feel that way. Um, Funked up offense is red hot. It has been. But like all things, there's an end to everything. Yeah. And and I've seen, you know, I played fantasy baseball long enough to know that. It's usually that, like falling off of a freaking cliff. Yeah. 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 I've honest. seen teams get blazing hot. And then all it takes is about a week or so. And then it's like once that team's. Offense cools off, like the whole wheels of the wagon fall off, and they they look like a completely different team. Obviously, I'm hoping that's what happens with Punked Up this week, but, you know, I I will say strategically, look, 
I talked about this in other podcasts. I've texted about this in the group chat. I'm not going to go on a tangent here on there for longer than a minute. But I coincidentally got up at 3 a.m. this morning to go to the bathroom. And I was like, you know what? I better grab my phone because Funked Up's probably on there. Yeah. And... Boom, transaction goes. I'm like, oh, shoot. So I hit probable. I took the two probable starters. I have zero intention of playing them tomorrow. I don't um, know what you've been doing but this. I, you know, which is, you know, I'm trying smart. to limit, I'm trying to limit his opportunities to stream against me. What's he do right away? 301, boom, takes Jordan Lyles. Jordan Lyles, bad, bad year, bad team, but he threw a quality start last week. Six innings, seven strikeouts. There's always that potential. He's always got that. He's got that Bronson Royal like uh, possibility where mm-hmm. you know half the time he's going to be really bad. The other half the time he'll give you a quality start. Might be a poor one, but he'll give you a quality start. And uh, he's got a good matchup on Wednesday. So like he is doing his stuff. He's tying this out there in his run. His offense has carried his team, and with his pitching, he is just out. Hey, Jay, this might sound familiar to you, but the key here is volume. He's been out-voluming everybody from the pitching standpoint. If you actually look, here's a statistic for everybody in the league. Everybody knows that I'm the king of transactions. I've led the league in transactions probably the last four years. He's coming up on my rear end as far as transactions made for the year. Mm -hmm. And it's all been in the last two months. Yeah. So I'm again. I'm One, really also, excited, you know, to play him this week. He's also acquired um, Justin Steele along the way. I yeah. mean, talk about transactions and acquisitions. And that's who, big. That's big. Who did you give him right for now? the one-year unkeepable Shohei Otani? Who did I give him? I don't think there were any other players involved. If there were, it wasn't like just. I wasn't. I was giving up the second round pick. I don't. I don't think I gave him any player of of much value. I just gave the pick. Anyway, well, like I said, um, I know some people probably will predict him to beat me, and I hope they do because I don't look at myself as the favorite in this matchup. I know I'm the higher seed, and I won my division. But I also know that everything is 50-50 in a one-off at this point. I mean, he has... You know, I think that, I guess, you know, like you're saying, you, you've got the you got the bandwidth and you got the flexibility to kind of maneuver uh, and make some of those. I've um, made sure that I do. I've got some like of five moves. spots I can play with all people and, But, you know, he basically does too. I don't know if anybody has a clear advantage there. And, and the, you know, the thing about him is he's got, besides the rotating pieces that could be, he's got... Corbin Burns, Justin Steele, and Carlos Rodon. You know, it's just like that's what you want to uh, be able to fall back on. So, Carlos Rodon's not really had that great of a year. He's injured. No, but recently he's his stats have been better. Yeah. Well, you know what I got? I got Cole Reagans. Can I say I got Cole Reagans on there? You can say it. If I win, it's going to be because of him. I hope, like hell, people are paying attention to him and what he's been doing. 
that this is why we play the game, people. I'm like, look, sure. Call him the favorite. I'll play the underdog role here. I got no problem doing that. Uh, so, so, yeah. So this is going to be fun. But let, let's look at uh, your matchup against Luke. But let's attack this from a different angle with you and Luke. If you are to defeat the king of the league for the last 21 years, the most dominant franchise in league history in the first round, and put him into the constellation bracket, how satisfying that would be for you, you are going to have to do what this week to beat him? Well, that's a tough question. It goes to both sides of the ball, to be honest with you. So, um, I don't, you know, I, I don't want to say it'd be a good idea to um, play his game and try to stack up to him offensively, but that is essentially what I have to do. Um, I think it's so, you know, this is where it becomes, it's a little, so my, my kind of strategy for this year, um, you know, I kind of have to stick to my guns in a way, right? I've got to kind of find a way to make sure I got my best offense out there basically every day as, as to the best of my abilities to, to the best that I can do. Um, I think there's going to be some temptations for me to like, sort of play matchups and, and stuff like that. But it's like, really, it's probably going to be like you're, you're probably going to have to put your best foot forward on offense um, every day. And then if you look at Luke's um, on the pitching side of things and, and his rotation, he's got <laughs> he's got five good starts on Wednesday. Um, and that could then he's, well for you, though. It could. I mean, that means he's going to have five score. starts on Wednesday, and then you have a lay of the land, probably, of knowing what you need to do there. And then he's got three good starts on Saturday. So, it volume wise, it's even kind of hard for me to um, keep up with that. I mean, I don't think it's any secret that. Um, on the pitching side of things, I don't have a ton of volume. Um, I've got the opportunity to make some quality starts this week, but probably going to have to – got a little making up to do on that side of the – Jay, the, I have some good news for you. He cannot pitch all five of those pitchers on Wednesdays. Oh, my God, you're right. He's going to have to hope one of them gets a, a, a shift he or he's going to have to bench one. Because nobody has relief pitcher eligibility for all five SPS. Okay, well, that makes me there's, feel a little bit better. There's your good news in the yeah, morning. Yeah, that is good news. And hopefully for your case, they all stay on Maybe Wednesday. you should just drop one of them today, Luke. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You got next week to Don't look forward to. Don't give me any more reason to worry <laughs> about what Funk Up might do on the waiver wire. Right. Um, okay, okay, okay. So, gosh. Yeah, I mean, you just you just look at the offense and you just kind of like, mm. you know, I'd be curious to know what he feels about his team. He's here every year at this point. 
if he feels any differently or if this is just another year for him. I, I'd venture to guess that he might feel a little insecure going in this year. There's so much parody in the league. I, sure. And I don't think he feels as strongly about his team as he has in years past. I view he his... He didn't win his division title. He likes those side pots. He did not win a side pot. He's not won any money this year. And if if he gets, you know, third place or less, he's not going to win any money. I mean, uh, I don't... And he's got to play you, and you won the league two years ago. I I see his lineup as a little bit younger and more energetic and a little bit more... None of, none of them are wild cards or anything like that. It's actually... Well, except maybe the utility spot, which <laughs> he's gotten, you know, tons of uh, production out of... I don't know how much he's been able to start uh, David Schneider. Um, I'd have to go look back and look at his lineup every day. But there's no... I mean, really, if you look at it from top to bottom, does he really have anything to feel insecure about? I mean, besides the fact that internally in his own mind, he's had to, you know, uh, bench Ezekiel Duran and just find better options, right, to to fill out his lineup. But he's obviously been able to do that. Um, He's got two catchers, as I do. Um, So there's just – there's really no – there's no holes there and there's no um, clear advantage on my part. You could stack everyone up next to each other and, you know, you could do the whole, you know, just kind of like my guys versus your guys, right, at every position and, and who's going to kind of win out there. But Jay, I'm going to make this simple. I didn't realize how deprived of pitching you are. Well, However, yeah. you've got flexibility, but you're going to be getting up early the stream if you want to stream but uh well i'm on top of the waiver wires waiver wire as well so there there's yeah, there's cool. one that i could do without you, i mean you got anyone, flexibility you, know, you don't do need to about. have the upper hand as far as sp outlook goes to be successful sure um you're off if you're going to win if you out hit him That's considerably and if you're if Romano and Hater, let's see what their matchups are. Are able to just okay, Romano and the Blue Jays are in Oakland. Haters Philly is at home. And then your whole you got some Holtz guys over here. Pions. I think I was you, a little worried about haters usage going into the playoffs yeah. because they're just not you know, the Padres are essentially out of it. Obviously, they've got everything to play for every day right now, and they're going to try to win games. If, you know, if they're, you know, he's going to be out there to get the save at least this week, right, until you're completely mathematically out of it at some point. I'm the Which they about will that be at some game. point in, in September. Huh? I'm the worried about that with Otani, the hitter. Yeah, yeah. How long is he yeah. going to oh, keep I hitting? I, I feel I, like he did, they might just shut him down because – well, I was fortunate enough that he. I mean, but I'll say that that I'm sorry not to go off your matchup, but that's what I meant to say. So, like, for those paying attention, like the re- there's a reason I've lost a lot recently, and it's because Otani, the hitter, Matt Olson, the top two homer and lead in the league, have gone ice cold over the last four weeks. <laughs> Thankfully, Matt Olson's one of those guys that's going to play every single day. Well, almost. he hit a home run yeah, uh, yesterday evening. It was the first one in like two weeks. So, 
Bam in three weeks. But anyway, anyway, that's a good sign. If I can get him going. You know, the good thing for him, I think, is that the weight of the world's not been on his shoulders in any way, shape, or form because no. the Braves are fucking awesome. They are. And, you know. Yeah. And he's, I don't have to play Redbird, who has a Cunha, and I don't have to watch. Yeah. Oh, my God, dude. So, okay, he's so got, we'll, he's, we'll, we'll get into the prediction here in a minute, but that's the last match we haven't talked about. He's got to get Lewis Robert Redbird. back in the in the lineup. Oh, sorry, I, I left the statistic out. So, I beat Funked Up early in the year 9-6. to six. I know I told everybody Imperial beat Bird Line 9-6 on the tiebreaker there, live with Imperial and me. Uh, Luke beat you 11-3. So the, you said that already, Jason. But okay. <laughs> the tiebreaker belongs to him again. right now. And then Stitches and Redbird in the 4-5. This is a very fun matchup to look at. Not not so much for me because I had to deal with them all year. But hey, I outlasted them. Seriously, man. And now they got to play each other. Yeah. Um, so Jay and I look in their head-to-head record. Stitches owns it. Uh, 25 to 15. Um, he had a really big lopsided win early in the year, 13 to 2. If you throw that out, Redbird actually had the narrow edge on him, but you can't do that for these purposes. So Stitches has the tiebreaker. This is going to be a fun matchup. Stitches is the tiebreaker, but Redbird's the higher seed. You know what's really, and here we are with these off days, and, um, Redbird's got some key players that are having off day today, and that sucks. I hate when you know it's it sucks when it's like the playoffs and you you got to deal with that. But um, I mean, I guess he, let's see. He's got okay. He's got uh, Tavares that he can plug into center field today. Let's see if he can fill his lineup. Let's see. Robert is. How many times has he been scratched from the lineup with this quad tightness or quad issue? I don't know if he's going to play today or not. But my point is, like, um, and I had to deal with it. I had to sit here and think about it last night that I was like, God damn, I'm going to be at a disadvantage on day one. You don't want to be there. You don't want to be in that situation in the playoffs, man. It's one thing. In the, it's bad enough in the regular season. But to not have a full lineup today, and if the other guy does, let's see if – Let's see what Stitches has got going on today. Okay, he's got... Okay, it's... there's. I don't know that there's a clear advantage there because um, Stitches guys have some off days too. But see, like in my matchup, Luke's guys, nobody had, nobody's off today. So he's going to have a full lineup no matter what. And I've got some questionable... I'm hopefully going to get a pinch hit out of Michael Brantley today in left field, and that's might be it. I don't know if Solaire is going to come back. Anyways, back to Stitches and Redbird. That's I'm just looking at day one, you know. Yeah, no, that's the way. That's good. It's, it's like in a one, seven man. game. This is like a seven game series. Look, I'm not a fan yeah, of the yeah. NBA anymore, but this is like best of seven, and you always want to win game one. So oh, game absolutely. one is day one. Yeah. And statistically, it's proven. No matter what sport you're looking at, you win game one. Your percentages of winning the matchup for the for the week are extremely high. I don't have data on that. I'm sure somebody would be able to look that up. Probably not for fantasy baseball, but I mean, um, that just goes to say stitches, um, big loss, losing um, Felix Bautista. 
Uh, he's hopefully going to get Eovaldi back this week, it looks like. So, I don't know. Kind of a wash there. Um, he could he could really use Eovaldi. I don't know if it's a wash, though, because... Well, yeah, Batista's Batista, been an absolute... For, for saves. He's I mean, been he's a big, yeah, that. huge impact. Um, um, I mean, but, but he's resilient as far as his maneuvering goes. So he will get himself in the absolute best position that he needs to have the chance to win. But that's the thing going against Redbird. Redbird's not as active as a lot of us, but I don't know if you've noticed, but the re- he's in here for a reason, and that's just... He kind of does it the kick and dirt way. He takes what people offer him and, and his off years, and look, look, I, I, I'm I ashamed... I'm not ashamed to say this, but like, let's look at his the, the key members of his team. If you look at... He what, acquired... acquired by trade? Yes. He acquired a Rosa Reina from me. He acquired Eloy Jimenez from me. He acquired, I mean, and that was Robert years ago. Me. Yeah. Robert from you. Uh, the Jimenez from me trade was two years ago. Uh, he kept Chase on Dominguez as an NA ever since day one of his inception of the league. Um, he acquired Logan Webb. From me, <laughs> a rose and rain and wet. Actually, well, you have yourself to thank for this season yeah. that you've had to endure. I know, man. I know, I know. Well, and you know, me. that was the Tatis trade last year. I was able to get Tatis, but I had to give up. A you gave like five players. Oh, didn't you? Hey, and draft picks? that was the whole. I hate. I'm here for a He's reason. No longer on your roster. Actually, to be honest with you, look at this way. Otani, the hitter, was my number one overall pick, captain. But the pick I acquired on that Tatis trade was my second number one. Now, of course, I traded Urias for Bregman early on. But look at it this way. Bregman has been awesome for me. And on top of that, well, you the play I really wanted at the back of the first round was Kyle Schwarber, who got taken and picked before me got bunked up. You know who I acquired in the trade deadline? Kyle Schwarber. So I technically have two. I have two first round picks from this year that are keepable for next year. Yeah, I'm envying that. That um, Kyle Schwarber. Oh, that's the other thing I mentioned. Um, Otani Olson really cool off. Him in left He's field like right now. number three home runs guy. So, man, if those guys can just get going, it's gonna. But that that's for everybody. You know, everybody can make that case for their team. Yeah. So this this Stitches Redbird matchup looks looks fun. I'm gonna say it's the most exciting one so far. I just think it's gonna be an absolute battle and a fireworks show, maybe even. Redbird might make a few moves. I feel like maybe makes a few moves. Then yeah, um, I will say a disadvantage to him is he had three pitchers going on Saturday, which mm-hmm. means mm-hmm. there will only be one start. Yeah, and look at all these off days um, for him on Monday yeah. with, with pitching. So, yeah. Yeah, what does he got? Two starts on Tuesday. Kyle Hendricks against the Giants and Quintana. Oh, man. Against the Nats. Uh, so what's Acuna's matchup this week? Who are they playing? I should know the that Cardinals. 
for four games, and then the Pirates. So well, he gets kind of, to go yeah. against Cardinals and Pirates pitching okay. all week. I, I, I those are they're at home. The Braves are at home the whole week. I kind of set ourselves up here to have a little fun here. Let's um let's make picks individual of each other. We can even call our own matchups. That's fine. We'll go through each matchup and we will uh, predict who we think is going to win and why. And then we'll hand it over. Uh, Jay, let's start with you with Imperial and Bird Law. Um, I'd like to know, well, the league would like to know who you, you predict is going to win this matchup and why. Imperial's a regular season champ. He's got momentum going into this matchup. I think he's got everything going for him at this point, so I'm just going to short answer his Imperial. Okay. Okay. Just going to keep it short and sweet. No disrespect to Bird Law. He's done a great job getting to where we are right now. Um, it's just like, just looking at Jake's team, it's like, he, 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 he pulled out a convincing victory by the end of the week this last week and it was I I mean I'm sure I'm not the only one paying attention to that that he he was able to pull ahead of Luke and and you know in fairly convinced I don't want to say it was like a um I'd have to look at the stats but I mean score wise um so I'm gonna say I'm actually going to say I disagree with you on this one. I'm going to go with Bird Law, and here's why. This is a one-off at this point, and their pitching actually is 50-50 because, like myself, Jake has lost some of his volume off his pitching. He expected so much more from Reed Detmers, uh, mm-hmm. and you know he ended up being a drop. And you know a lot of a lot of players are like that, but I think Bird Law starts. Patrick Sandoval in the last I did too. few weeks. <laughs> sure. I mean, and it's not, you know, it's not like, oh, big, big mistake. But those pitchers, when you're talking about volume, yeah, exactly. You know, at this point, you might yeah. be wishing he had that, you had him down there on um, the roster. No, I think Bird Law is going to out hit him. Wow. With Devers and Tatis and, uh, Freddie Freeman. It's going to be a real test. His ability to hit home runs. And now he's got Trevor Story going well. I know Corbin Carroll kind of fell off a little bit this year, but he's still going. Sure. And I think he's going to out-hit him. Look. I think the Diamondbacks Chances are, I am probably wrong. Jake's the one seed. He has the best season, everybody. Hats off to him. He won his division over his brother. Well, we're making predictions here, right? And in a one-off, I think, I think Bird Law is gonna gonna get him this year. Also, you have to look at you, you can't have fun with the playoff without looking at history and Jake's recent history in the playoff. He got beat by backcountry in the first round last year. One of the unluckiest wild card losses of all time. I believe he lost on a tiebreaker mm. at the end. On a Sunday and Sunday night baseball, something happened. Forget yeah, it, yeah. Steals. It was something with Craig. Well, I think Kimbrough. he had Jordan Romano pitching on the last day too. Did he and was looking for 
something from Jordan something Arana. Now that you Craig, now that you say that, Craig Kimbrell I think picked up a win. Came down to Sunday night. Yeah, yeah, bad country. Some some he he was. Jake was in the lead until the last game of Sunday yeah. night. If I if if I yes. remember right now. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Heartbreaking. Yeah. yeah. And Absolute I, heartbreaking. I look. I I don't wish heartbreak upon any of us. But no, four, no. Four of us. Four of us this week are gonna get our hearts broken. That's for sure. So I'm I'm gonna go Bird Law on this one. I think I know that he hasn't had as good of a year as he would have liked. But hey, there's something to be said for winning your your division and getting in there. And if, the, if this is the way he's got to do it, then it's the way he's got to do it. And you know, actually, I think in recent memory, if you look, the eight seed beat the one seed just as many times. The one seed's beating the eight seed. So, okay. All right. All right. So we differ on that one. Uh, let's turn the tables to um, Cutters. Versus bunked up. This is a little bit harder. You can tell me I'm going to lose. Actually, I hope people tell me I'm going to lose. It's like... It's a one-off, you know? It is. I mean, you... you okay, is, is, funked, is funked up the hottest team in the league, the hottest offense in the league right, league right now? First of all, god dang it. I wish I... I and 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 we we said we were going to talk about trinkets today, and I think yes. we're. I don't know if we're going to be able to. I think we we might oh, have to come back. Yeah, yeah. Hey, we, we might have Jake, to come we back. We have an episode for you in the future. Talk, we're going to talk about trinkets. Well, I need to talk about a trinket right now, toys. and his name is Eddie Rosario, oh. and he was one of my favorite trinkets. And I waited and waited for through um, a lull, you know, in his production. And maybe even playing time, and I held on to him for weeks because I knew that he was basically the best option out there, and that I should hang on to him in left field. And I'm kind of fucking pissed off that I didn't right now, because you know now a guy like Funked Up has got those pieces on his roster that he could plug in at any moment, and they could hurt you. They could hurt you bad. So, anyways, is he one of the hottest teams right now? Yes, but I'm gonna be honest. I'm looking here and. If he doesn't get those major contributions from those guys that are so hot right now, I think he's at risk. Yeah, I'm gonna say that I'm gonna say that Cutters is gonna ultimately prevail in the city matchup. Oh, I, I don't think he can keep that. this torrid pace up. I don't think Cody Bellinger can keep this torrid pace up for another two weeks. I'm just I, that's my prediction right now. I mean, I hope like hell. Cutters wins a close matchup. Okay. I hope, like, Kelly, you're right, obviously. Um, uh, calling my matchup here, I, I know what I'm doing. I know, I know, like, I don't hold the keys. The fancy baseball gods hold the keys to our matchup. So I'm going to keep doing what I do. I'm going to I'm gonna run out the roster that's got me there to this point. And I'll tell you, if Otani, or I don't think I need all of them, if Otani or Olsen or Schwarber or Stott, you know, or Merrifield, any of those guys that have brought me here, I just need a couple of them to get hot this week. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, my pitching is lining up well, and that's why I'm confident. I got my, my best pitchers pitching today and tomorrow. 
Now, you picked up Alejandro Kirk the other day just before I could do it. And <laughs> that could end up being a big move for you because of the injury to Danny Jansen. I mean, it, I, would, be, it would be different I if they were both that playing. Purpose. I was looking at the matchup thinking oh, I really? might get three to four starts out of him. But then Jansen came out hurt Maybe because Kirk you... had gotten hot. The last yeah. couple of days. And so I was like, okay, I'll pick him up. I just been streaming catcher. So yeah. I was like, yeah. I saw that. Hasn't hit any like, homers yet during sweet. that time. But no, but who cares? You want like, two for four every day? I'll take yeah, that. Yeah. Take two for four, you know, four days out of the week. Um, but he could be playing five days this week. Oh, that's I, a, I mean, that I could end I up being a big, this big without for giving you. thanks to Alec Bergman. I know he's a villain in a lot of people's lives, but he's... He is, uh, he has oh, came through for me so I think many your trade times was this year. For what you wanted to do, I think it was great, man. So I, I'll give you look, all the credit for like, that. Like Jay said, bunked up the hottest team in the league this year, but I like the way my pitching lines up better, and I still feel like. Well, besides what, him, what goes up must come down. Got the hot, some of the hottest hitters in the league right now. You got Teo Hernandez with six home runs in the last two weeks. And Schwarber was seven. So if anybody's going to stack up to that, what's yeah. going on with Brandon Belt? Back tightness. I dropped him. Oh, you yeah, dropped him. I was, well, you got so, him today. Oh, I love I Brandon Belt. I, I love him. I'll probably pick when him he, up at some when point. When he plays, he's hitting but third in, the, the, in the Toronto Blue Jays. Uh-huh. And he always has an over 800 My OPS. God. But the dude can't stay healthy. Can you imagine what kind of player he would be? Over the course of his career, had he not You had and I have talked about time. this for years. Yeah, we, we're going to. We only got like 10 minutes left. Fair we can't enough. go off on that. Well, we could, at this point, we can all. <laughs> he's a trinket. He's a trinket. That's he's, what I was getting he, ready yeah, to say. He's yeah. A, he could be a valuable trinket. Though. Brandon like, Bell. We don't want to diminish, trinkets. right? Uh, minimize what Brandon Bell could could be for a, for a fancy baseball team, but he's a trinket that's been passed around a lot this year. Oh, so I so yeah I I but I I do think it'll be relatively really close. just stayed on the free agent market as much as he's been on anyone's team. So, yeah. but yeah. Anyways, I think I'm gonna pre- prevail this week uh, in somewhat close fashion. You picked up Mark Canna going into this week. Yeah, well, is he gonna I mean, be on your roster at the end of the week? Probably not. You Maybe. Only, I mean, you only got three bench spots down there. I usually only go with two. Yeah. So maybe. Yeah. We'll see. So anyways, uh, moving on to Jay and Luke. Now, I actually think, I think you're going to win this week, Jay. I think you're going to take Luke down. And the reason is when I look at Luke's pitching, he doesn't have the two-star pitch. No, there's another segment for another day. Two-star pitchers have been very hard to come by this year with the way they they go to six-man rotation yeah. and monitor people's workloads and stuff. But anyways, that being said, I don't – I think if you look at your offense now, it is not what you've envisioned it being day one post the draft. But I still feel like your offense is superior to Luke. And I feel like if you just get – some adequate pitching, whether it be relief, you know, if you pick up three pitching categories, I think you're going to win because I think you're going to take 
I think you're going to take six of the eight hitting categories. Yeah, I mean, I can't pick myself to lose, right? I feel like that could be, like, just take me over the edge, right? So I have to agree with you and say, and, and pick myself to win here, right? Because I just need that vote of confidence right now. But that's the temptation right now. The temptation right now is for me to try to play his game with pitching and, and keep up with him somehow in pitching. Because, I mean, the quality of... I mean, the the guys that I'm going to have going, they're good. Look. He's so going to try to keep his ratios well, low. He's got like three more of them at this point. Right, exactly. Right. If so I you can either be worried about that or you can just do your thing and and focus on how the week plays itself out and then take take advantage of the categories that you have an opportunity to take advantage of. You won't well, know that until the, Friday or that's Saturday. That's the but. advantage of like him not having any starts until Wednesday, right? Yeah. And at that point, four of them are done, and yeah, you you have kind of lay of the land. So, but you know, that's that man. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a knockdown drag out fight on offense. So, so for the record, we're both we picking for you. My dog on life. We're both picking you to dethrone. Well, we're not dethroning the champ because he didn't win last year. But you know, the biggest juggernaut in this league's history. Uh um, Swift Strohs. <laughs> let's uh, let's wrap this up with Stitches v. Redbird. Um, like, not a lot needs to be said about this one. This is going to be fun. Like Luke uh, Jake said in his text message this morning, this is one of those matchups where we are... Sorry, mate. Uh, it's one of those matchups where we are almost dead, deadlocked. To say, and I think it's just going to go in whoever's hand is able to take advantage of what's given to them. And I trust Stitches to make uh, the right moves as the week goes along to put himself in advantage. So I'm I'm gonna go with Stitches here. I think it's gonna be close throughout the week, but I think Stitches will pull away on Sunday. Uh, by taking advantage of, of Redbird's um, pitching schedules, so to say. Yeah, I mean, you know, I know it was there was one big game last night, right, where Mitch Garver goes four for four with two home runs, but here he is with, you know, Mitch Garver in the catcher spot who's hit six home runs in the last couple weeks. Um. Soto has hit four bombs in the last two weeks. He has hit three in his last three starts. So that doesn't bode well for Redbird. I mean, you know, it's... Nope. This is tough. This This is the other tough one to call for me. But from day one, Redbird is up against it right here. He's got today... Um, he's got to hopefully fill his lineup out today. You know what I mean? Like, otherwise, he's going to be, could be playing from behind the whole week. And like you're saying, there's not going to be any let up when it comes to the weekend. Look who, look who Stitches is going to have playing, playing on the weekend when you get to Saturday and Sunday. So, I'm going to, I'm going to agree with you and say, I, I will say that, um, you know, Redbird has, Logan Webb and Andrew Heaney going tonight. 
So entertaining as you know a bomb. Type. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, it's a it's a it's a total you never wild know what card. You're get. Um, I have learned my lesson with him over the years, and I basically stay away from him. <laughs> but but you know, but you know, you need in our league, you need you need those guys. Time you do, and you. Yeah, he's just one of those, you know, he, he's a left-handed pitcher that, um, I don't know, when it's working, it's, it's well, here's can, the be, thing. can he's be very gonna, He's going to get you with seven and nine strikeouts one start and give up seven and nine runs on the next start. Exactly. So. so for the record, you're picking the stitches? I'm, I'm picking stitches. And uh, week one. I think that's how we're going to wrap today. So... Uh, Jay and I disagree on Bird Law versus Imperial, but we agree on the rest of them. So, uh, again, this has been so fun this year. I'm not sure that we'll do a podcast till after the playoffs are over at this point. But good luck to everybody who's in the playoffs. And um, uh, except you fucked up. <laughs> right. And, but well, let's make this a, a fun experience and... You know, I'm looking forward truly. Again, congratulations to everybody for a good year. Um, yeah, congrats to all the division winners. Um, it's just been a great season for the league. Um, just there, there's just more more active managers, more big trades than ever before, and it's just a super exciting time for this league. Like, oh, I think we've really got something good going here. And for those of you, who and are, we've gotten this year, we've. Got this milestone of meeting each other, you know, spending some time with some of these guys. I'm super yeah, grateful for that. Yeah. Uh, I'm ready for more of that. Yes, to, to I be am. We, I've, I've we, already we missed. Do it again like next I feel year. like I've missed. Now I've missed an opportunity to. Uh, we we dr- I drove through Birdlaw's hometown uh, a few weeks ago, and or well, it's been a couple months now. But when my family was on vacation, and you know, usually like after meeting these guys, you're like, dang, you know, I could. Yeah. And and then uh, their uh, stitches, uh, fancy football draft. I could have could have hung out with a few of those guys. I I had to work. I I couldn't yeah. go, but you know, I'm looking forward to more of that. And and uh, we got to get as many people as we can next year to to get together for a, a baseball game. Absolutely. Freaking loop. And for that, we're going to sign off. I'm Jason. This is Jay. Take care. Be well.